Oh, we love you, Jesus. We magnify your holy name. Oh, we give you the glory. We give you the honor, oh God. Have your way in this place. Oh, we come to praise you, Jesus. We come to exalt you, Lord. We come to magnify your holy name. Oh, in the name of Jesus. Oh, in that wonderful name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. It feels good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. In Jesus' name. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of John. Chapter 6. John chapter 6, and beginning at verse 61, when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Doth this offend you? What and if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? It is the Spirit that quickeneth the flesh, profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not who should betray him. And he said, therefore, said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to talk about hanging on to Jesus. Yeah. Hanging on to Jesus. You can be seated tonight. In this, uh, this account here, you'll read that Jesus, as he is talking to them, and he's trying to um, get across some spiritual things to them that because of their carnal and natural way of perceiving and thinking about things, um, they were missing the mark. They were missing... Uh, what Jesus was trying to instill into them. And, and they began to say things like, these are hard sayings, who can, who can understand it? And, and it came down to the point where Jesus knew their hearts. He knew um, what they really there were for. See, because the real reason that they were following him, he, he revealed it to them. How many know that Jesus knows why you're really here? Yeah. He knows your real motive. He knows your real intentions. I made up in my mind that in these days and times that we're living, I don't want to be. I don't want to come into the house of the Lord under any kind of false pretenses. I want to be true. I want to be right. I want my motives to be pure. The only reason that I want to be here is to magnify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I, how many have come tonight to magnify Jesus? 
How many are glad that you're in the house of the Lord tonight and that you didn't begrudgingly come to the house of the Lord, but you came running, you came rejoicing, you came running to magnify the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords tonight. You can be seated. And so, you know, for some people, Jesus, and hearing about Jesus, it bores them. You know, it's, it's, it's something they feel like there's something better that they could do with their time or something better that's going on in life that they could be a part of. I'm going to tell you this is the best thing you could be a part of right now. I don't care what's going on in the world. I don't care what kind of games are going on. I don't care how many people are down at the ballroom. I don't care how many people are going to pack out the clubs. This is the best thing that you can be a part of tonight. And that is here in the house of the Lord. Somebody needs to act like they're glad that they're a child of God. Somebody needs to act like they are glad that they've been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Somebody needs to rejoice. Somebody needs to shout. Somebody needs to leap for joy. This is an exciting thing that we have tonight. It ain't dead. It ain't stale. It ain't old. It ain't boring. It's alive tonight. It's alive tonight. You can be seated. And it's because of Jesus. It's all because of Jesus. If we was here for any other reason, then we would be wasting our time. This wouldn't be nothing more than an old social club. And you know, some people, they are, they are so sociable, and they just like the crowd, and they just like to be around and be involved with what everybody else is doing. But you know what? I don't want to be involved in it if it ain't Jesus ain't in the mix of it. Come on, I need Jesus right. in my life. Right. I need the power of the Holy Ghost active yeah. in my life. I need him in my home. I need him on the job. We need him in the schools. We need him in our world tonight. Come on, honey. We need Jesus. I ain't trying to remove him out of the equation. I need him to be right there in the middle of it. I need him to be right in the midst of my life. Because I'm not going to make it without him. I'm not going to make it without him. You can be seated tonight. And so Jesus began to reveal to them why they were really there. He said, the only reason that you are here is not because you saw the miracles that I performed. He said, it's because you partook of the bread and, and what was multiplied of, of the, with the multitude and, and you were filled. You know, some people, all they're about is what they can get out of God. All they're about. They're not, they're, they just want to take and take and take. They're all about feeding themselves and filling themselves and, and never want to give and never have the right motives and the, the right reason. I want my motives to be pure tonight. I don't want to come with a long laundry list of what I want God to do for me. I want to do something for him tonight. Matter of fact, I want to lift up my hands. I want to lift up my voice. And I want to give him the praise tonight. 
We always come to God with a big long laundry list of, I need you to do this, I need you to do that. How about we come the right way? How about we come with some praise? How about we come with some worship? How about we come ready to give God what he is worthy of? And that is our very best. God don't deserve. I've worked all day and I'm tired. God deserves your very best. He deserves it all. He deserves everything that you have. I'm not here to hold out on him. I'm here to pour my heart out to him. I'm here to let him know how much I love him. How much I appreciate him. How thankful I am. I'm not holding back on him. I'm not robbing him of his what is worthy, what he is worthy of. He's worthy of my very best. God don't deserve me sitting down. God don't deserve no folded arms. God don't deserve me rolling my eyes, checking the clock. God deserves my everything. He deserves my praise. He deserves my worship tonight. And I come to give it to him. I come to give it to him. Did you come to give it to him? Come on, somebody. Go ahead and lift it up. Go ahead and magnify him. Go ahead and glorify him. He's worthy of it. He's worthy of it. Come on. Nobody else is worthy of it. Nobody else is worthy of it. Jesus is worthy tonight. He's been too good. He's been too patient. He's been too merciful for me to sit down on him, for me to go through the motions. Come on, somebody. Don't do it because Brother Lewis is asking you. Do it because you know he's worthy. Do it because you have a revelation of how good he's been. Even when we didn't deserve it. Oh, I want to hold on to Jesus tonight. I want to hold on to Jesus tonight. I want to get as close to Jesus as I possibly can tonight. I give you praise. I give you praise, oh Lord. Oh, we bless you, dear God. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm telling you, there's no other name. None other name given among men. Under heaven given among men. Whereby we must be saved. There ain't no other saving name. That saving name is Jesus tonight. It's all in Jesus tonight. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. name. You can be seated tonight. In a world that is so quick to throw Jesus to the side and take him out of everything, disregard him, and so quick to turn their backs on him after all he's done, after how merciful and how good he has been. Here in the scriptures, you read where Jesus begins to, to reveal to these this group of people that were offended. You know, I want to make it up in my mind that nothing can offend me. That's tonight. right. You know, if you're easily offended, you're going to walk away. 
If you're, if you're easily offended, you're going to give up. You're going to throw in the towel. You're going to say, you know what? I, I can't comprehend this. I don't, I don't understand this. You know what? How about let's start trying to pray and ask God to give us some understanding of what he's saying. Everybody's so quick to throw in the towel and walk away. How about you hang in with Jesus for a little bit? Why don't you just hold on? Why don't you just hang on? You might not understand why it's done the way it's done, but why don't you just go down on your knees and begin to cry out to the Lord, and I promise you, he will reveal it to you. He will reveal it if you really want to know. If you really want to know, you can be seated tonight. And so they walked away. They turned away. They walked away from him because they couldn't understand what he was saying. And, and the Bible tells us that as they walked away, he turned to the 12 that he had picked. And he began to ask them, will you leave me too? And somebody got to get the revelation that Peter got. See, because I want you to know, you can't fool Jesus tonight. I can't fool Jesus tonight. Jesus knows whether I believe or not. You know, so many people, they want to hide under titles and, 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 and think that that, make, that, that that means that they're a part of the bride of Christ. But I want you to know, Jesus knows who's his or not. Yeah. Jesus knows whether you believe it or not. And you know what? He's watching. And when he looks at me, I want him to see faith tonight. I want him to see that there is faith in that heart tonight because God knows whether you believe or not. I don't want to hide under some title, well, I'm this and I'm that, and my actions prove that I really don't believe God. I really don't believe his word. I want to back up my words with my actions. I want my hands to be lifted up. I want my voice to be raised. want to say I'm a child of God and I don't act like I'm a child of God. Children of God know how to act in the house of the Lord. We know how to behave in the house of the Lord. We're here to praise. We're here to magnify him. We're here to glorify him tonight. We're here to give him what he deserves tonight. You can be seated. (coughs) You know, many people, they'll proclaim, well, I'm a Christian. I'm a child of God. And their actions, their language, their their attitude, the fact that they are rebellious shows something different. You know, the writer talked about how that they profess to know God. But he said, you got to always know that it's more than what you just say out of your mouth. That's right. You got to always know it's going to always boil down to your actions. It's going to boil down to your conversations. It's going to boil down to the crowd that you're hanging around with. It's going to boil down to what you're getting involved in. It's always going to boil down to that, your actions. He said they profess to know God, but with their works, they deny him. Their works show something different. Their works show that they don't know who Jesus is. Their works show that they don't know 
what the word really says. Honey, I want my works to prove that I really know him tonight. I want my works to prove that I really love this truth tonight. I want that my works to prove that I really am a child of God by the way I live, by my conversation, by my... Oh, somebody make it up in your mind that I'm going to hold on to Jesus. I'm going to hold on to his word. I'm going to hold on to this truth. I'm not just going to talk about it. I'm actually going to be what I'm proclaiming. You can be seated tonight. Because I'm going to tell you, we got to come to an understanding that Peter understood because there's a lot of people that are turning away from Jesus. And they're running. They're chasing after so many other things in this life. And they're, 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 they're chasing after things that they think are going to fulfill them. And it's going to satisfy. And it's going to bring some kind of happiness. But I got news for us, for us tonight. The only thing that's going to satisfy you is Jesus. Right. The only thing that is going to fulfill that longing and that void that is in your life that so many people walk to and fro. So many people. You have young boys, young men that get involved with uh, um, criminal activity. They get involved with gangs because they want to feel like they belong. Well, I got news for you. You ain't got to be another thug. All you got to do is get Jesus in your life. All you got to do is get full of the Holy Ghost. And you'll find out that nothing else will fulfill your life the way that the power of the Holy Ghost will. You ain't got to be a thug. You ain't got to resort to criminal activity. All you got to do is give your life over to Jesus Christ and God will fulfill every emptiness, every void in your life. God fulfills things of this world never will. You can be seated tonight. You never will. Never will. And so we got to get the revelation tonight that Peter got. Peter understood. You know, oftentimes Peter put his foot in his mouth. But there were times where he hit it on the nail. There were times where he got it right. And this time he got it right. He said, where else? Are we going to go? I'm telling you, that's that's a revelation that we all need to get tonight. There ain't nowhere else to go tonight. The buck stops here tonight. You done found it tonight. There ain't no need to keep searching and keep wondering. David said, who else under heaven do I have besides me? There ain't nobody else. There ain't nowhere else to go. Jesus is the answer. Jesus is the king. Jesus. It stops with Jesus tonight. Jesus. You can be seated tonight. He said, where else are you going to go? You have the words of eternal life. Understand that God's word will give you life that much more abundantly. You know, the writer talked about, you know, sometimes we, uh, we hear the word of God and there's such a in some people's, some people's hearts, there is such a resistance, yeah. resistance to the word. And you know what? You don't have to resist God's word. God's word don't mean you no harm. God is trying to save you. God is trying to save your family. God is trying to save your kids. Then the writer said that he talked about his words not being grievous, 
This ain't a previous word tonight. This word will set you free. This word will deliver you. This word will chase every devil. I'm telling you, we need some devils wearing their body here tonight. There needs to be some freedom in the Holy Ghost tonight. There needs to be some liberty tonight. Oh, there are some devils that need to be ran up out of here. There's some rebellious attitudes that need to go. There's some lustful spirits that need to go. This world will do that. This world will give you power. It'll give you liberty. It'll set you free from that which have you bound. It will do it. You can be seated. the words of eternal life. Yeah. Where are we going to go? Huh? There's not enough money. There was one that thought that money was a whole lot more important than hanging in with Jesus and holding on to Jesus. And he came to find out that what he thought was going to bring him so much satisfaction. See, because I'm going to tell you, whatever your heart, whatever is in your heart, it's going to be manifest. It's going to come to life. And I want, in my heart, I want there to be a desire for God's word. I want there to be a desire to serve God sincerely and wholeheartedly. There are some people that, I don't know, I ask the question sometimes, why did we come to church? Because I'm going to tell you, we could have stayed home and did some of the things that we come to church and do. You, you, you know, don't don't come in and let and, and sit down on God. Right. Let God know that I need you. The, the problem is we think that sometimes we think that we got it all under control and we can handle it all our own. I'm, I'm here to let it be known. I cannot handle it. I don't care how small it is. I don't care how big it is. I need God to help me through each and every step of the way. You better know you need God tonight. You better know you need the Holy Ghost tonight. Hey, you better know you need the church tonight. Don't you think that you can make it without the church, without the house of the Lord? We need church. We need church. You can be seated tonight. Many walked away from Jesus. Turned their backs. I want to hang in with them. I come to find out that he's the only answer. I'm going to tell you, so many people feel like they've gotten a, a revelation to something. I'm going to tell you something. We need to get the revelation that Peter got. Hey, you are the Christ, yes. the son of the living God. Yes. We need to understand that if we try to build it on anything else, it's going to sink tonight. Honey, you got to stay planted on Jesus Christ. You got to stay planted on the doctrine not some other doctrine, but the doctrine of Christ. You gotta build your life on that, honey. You gotta hold on to that. You gotta contend for that. You gotta fight for that. You can be seated tonight. People say, well, Brother Lewis, that's what you're supposed to say. You got the microphone in your hand, you're up on the platform. You're supposed to say that. No, you know what? I know the dump in the pit that I was in. I know the hog pen that I was in. I know the different things that had me bound and had me tangled up inside and, and couldn't get free. 
I know. And I'm going to tell you, it wasn't until I stepped foot into a, listen, into an apostolic church. Yes. Not just any church. There's a lot of people that, there's a lot of places that call themselves churches. And the Bible says that they have a form of godliness, but there's only one problem. They deny the power thereof. Right. Honey, I want you to know that you need the power of the Holy Ghost. We need the power of the Holy Ghost. We need Jesus. You try to do it without Jesus, and that devil's going to have you turned upside down, tied up in all kind of knots. But when you do it in the name of Jesus, that devil got to flee. He got to go because it's the power of his name. It's the power of his name tonight. I can't forsake that name that delivered me. I can't forsake that which set me free when nothing else could. We can be seated tonight. You know the problem with some people? The problem with some people is that, you know, and I want to talk to some young people that maybe you have your parents is in this thing and, and maybe, you know, you're growing up. And I want you to know that it's important that you get to know Jesus for yourself. Because you'll find out that a lot of times if, pe- if young people grow up in the church and, and, and their parents are the ones that have a relationship, a lot of times a young person, you know, they never get to know God the way that God wants to reveal himself to them. God wants to say, God wants to be your God. And you find out that people grow up and they never really um, have a reverence for God the way that they should. Young people, you want to get acquainted to Jesus Christ. You don't just want to come to church and sit down and and hear preach messages and let it go in one ear and out the other. You want to crack that book open and you want to get acquainted to the God that wants to make himself known unto you. He ain't just, he don't just want to be your parents God. He wants to be your God. He wants to be your savior. He wants to be your redeemer. He wants to make himself known to you. You can be seated. When you have a generation that grows up and they never had to struggle, never had to experience any kind of hardship, and so they never learn how to rely on God. They never learn how to seek out, out the Lord. And, and you'll read it throughout, you'll see it throughout all the scripture as there, David had a relationship with God, and it was very powerful. It was very strong to the point that God referred to him as a man after his own heart. Now, that doesn't mean that David didn't make any mistakes or he didn't have any failures. Of course he did. But David was a man that admitted his mistakes and his fault, and at the end of the day, he wanted to please God. You'll find out that Solomon served God to a certain point. And it wasn't, it wasn't long before after that he begins to marry foreign wives, which was forbidden. He begins to build altars. He begins to worship their God. Yeah. And because of it, and, and then his son, Rehoboam, he was just a complete mess. Yeah. He loses the kingdom. 
God only allows him to have, hold on to two tribes, then it wasn't because he was some great. It was because of the promise he made with David. Yeah. And so you have generation growing up and not holding on and not having what the generation before them had. Right. Honey, I want to make it up in my mind that I want this truth tonight. Yeah. I want to hold on to Jesus tonight. I don't care who brought you to church. Your parents may have brought you to church. You may, yes, 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 that may be the case. But at some point, you got to know Jesus for yourself. You got to make it up in your mind that I'm going to hold on. I'm going to stand on his word. I'm going to stand on his promise. I'm going to hold on to Jesus. I'm going to hold on to Jesus. I'm not letting this go. You can be seated tonight. I'm not letting this go. I'm going to hold on to Jesus. I'm going to stand on his word. I'm going to stand on his promises. We're living in a world many are forsaken. Many are turning their backs. Many think that there's something else. There's something else that is more important than Jesus. I'm going to tell you, there's nothing more important. I'm going to tell you, fitting in this world is not important than Jesus Christ. Hanging out with your cousins and doing what they're doing and thinking that it's cool. Chances are, your cousins, if they're not in the church, they're doing stupid things. It's foolishness. It's going to lead you down a pathway of destruction. You want to hang in with the church. You want to learn how to love the church. You want to learn how so many people say, well, you know, I don't have anything in common. What do you mean we got the Holy Ghost, don't we? We got the Holy Ghost. We're a child of God. If anything, that should bind us together. Oh, come on, somebody. I want to hang in tonight. I want to hold on to Jesus tonight. I want to hold on to the church tonight. I'm not looking to the world thinking that they got nothing. They don't have anything. They got, they need what we have. We have the truth. We have the word. More importantly, we have the name. We have the saving name tonight. Let us remain standing. We have that name tonight. He said, will you? Will you lead me as well? I want God to know that I'm here for the long haul. I want God to know that I'm not going anywhere. I'm not backing up. I don't care what weird ideas people have. I know in whom I believe, and I'm standing firm on that tonight. I know who it is that have touched my life. I know who it is that have set me free, that have given me liberty, given me peace that passes all understanding. Honey, that didn't come from reading a book tonight. That didn't come from some some uh, positive thinking tonight. That didn't come from some program tonight. That came when I came into the house of the Lord and I gave my life over to God and what he wanted to do in my life. And I want to hold on. This is not a time to let go. This is not a time to throw in the towel. I want to understand that there's a, there is a reward in the end if I hold on to his name. Somebody, you better read the end of the book. There is a, there is a reward when you hold on to his name 
and you make it up in your mind, nothing is going to pry it out of my hands, not what people's opinions, not what people think up. I know what his name is tonight. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Come on, I'm sorry. When I called on his name, there was a power that I feel. There was a, there was a holy anointing that I feel. You ain't going to feel that just calling on any name. You're going to feel that when you call upon the name that is above every other name. And that is the name of Jesus. I want to hold on to him. I want to hold on to him. I don't listen. There are going to be things that, that have to be said. There are things that we're going to have to be corrected on, but I want to make it up in my mind that I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I love his word, and there is nothing that can offend me. I cannot be offended. I can't. That is it. I cannot. You know, the Bible, it, when you're not offended, you know what it shows? It shows that you got peace. It shows that you got great peace. People that are so easily offended, it shows that something is wrong there. Something is lacking. Something is missing. It reveals it. I don't want there to be anything lacking in my heart. I want to understand that everything I have need of is right here at my access. All I got to do is open up. All I got to do is day after day, let, my, let, let build myself up on my most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to tell you, there's a peace that passes all understanding. Oh, yeah. You're not concerned about what's going on in this world because you got a peace that passes all understanding. You're not worried about what's going to happen from one minute to the next because God gives you perfect peace when your mind is stayed on him. Somebody got to get your mind on Jesus tonight. Come on, somebody. Get your mind on Jesus tonight. Get it off of everything in the world. Get it off of everything that everybody else is saying. And get it on Jesus. And you'll find out that God will give you peace. He'll give you peace. Let's lift up our hands tonight. Let's call upon the name of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Somebody make it up in your mind. That I'm not going anywhere. I know people are pulling. I know family is pulling. I know reprobates are pulling. I know backsliders are pulling. I know lost family members are pulling on you. But you make it up in your mind. Jesus is more important. He's more important than anything else in this world. And I'm going to hold on to him because I have the outcome. I have the revelation. I have nowhere else to go. I've burned all my bridges. I burned it. I have nowhere else to go. I can only go forward. You want to move forward tonight. We want to move forward tonight. There is no going back to the old. Move forward. Make it up in your mind that I'm going to hang with Jesus. Make it up in your mind. I'm not going back to Hollywood. I'm not going back to that old lifestyle and those old desires. I'm holding on to Jesus. I'm not going back to this world. I'm holding on to him. Come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Jesus is in the house. Come on, do I have some people that are going to make it up in their mind that I come to act like I know who's in the house tonight? I 
want my worship, I want my praise to show that I know he's in the house. Oh, come on, somebody, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. When he entered into the city, they begin to cry, Holy, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Come on, somebody. Cry out to him. He's here tonight. Can't you feel him? Can you feel the Holy Ghost? He's here tonight. Come on. I want him to know that I respect him. I respect him. I reverence him. I stand in awe of him. Somebody lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Come on, young people. Lift up your hands. Focus. Close your eyes. Lift up your voice. Lift up your hands and call upon the name of the Lord. I want you to know, young people, you need him. You need Jesus. You need him. Don't take this for granted. Seize every opportunity to grab a hold of him. Oh, we love you tonight, dear God. We love you tonight, dear God. We come to bless you. We come to magnify you. Oh, we come with made up minds, dear God, that we're not going anywhere. We're hanging on to you, Jesus. We're holding on to you. We know, Lord, you have eternal work. Your words are eternal. Your words are eternal and true. This altar is open tonight. Somebody come with your heart lifted, with your hands, calling upon the name of the Lord. Come on, somebody, lift up those voices. Don't let that die down. Lift up your voice. Oh, we need you, Jesus. We need you, Jesus. We can't make it without you, dear God. Lord, there is no else we can go. You have the answers. You know all things. Who else in heaven do I have besides thee, O Lord? I've come to cry out to you. I've come to focus. I've come to be involved. I've come to be engaged tonight. I love you, Jesus. Oh, we love you, Jesus. Jesus, you're the center of my 